great thing about life on the street is you know how it's going to be. It's always the same. It's always getting worse. Hasta la vista! On these streets, one color rules. Green. It's not 10 kilos we want, we want 20. Listen, you're taking a lot away for a guy we hardly know, John. Where are you moving this stuff? He's going to get you busted. No, I won't. On these streets, nothing's what it seems to be. Is that our bust? Yeah. Well, who is he? On these streets, he'd be the perfect criminal if he wasn't the perfect cop. Do you ever take a look at your psychological profile? You score almost exactly like a criminal. I'm looking for somebody who will go under and stay under. What does he have to do? Buy drugs? Sell drugs? Set up the people that I want to bust. Because there's only one rule in this game, John. Don't blow your cover. There's no such thing as an American anymore. No blacks, no whites, no nothing. It's just rich people and poor people. Larry Fishburne. Don't blow your cover. Deep cover. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Time Flies Podcast. I'm your host, Dariel, and I have a very special guest right next to me. Who's in the building? Who's in the house? Hi, this is Sophie. Sophie, Sophie is in the building. Sophie, how you been, girl? I've been okay, you know, surviving. Surviving out here, thriving out here. Surviving and thriving. So for the listeners, um, just a little backstory. So Sophie and I, we've been going down this little... 80s slash 90s uh movie history road if you will um we just finished watching the 1992 movie uh deep cover starring Lawrence fishburne starring jeff goldblum uh, we have a bunch of actors in it uh Lawrence Lawrence fishburne's love interest her name is victoria dillard um her, her character's name is betty Lawrence fishburne's name character's name is russell stevens jeff goldblum is david jason and uh, one of the one of the main characters, as far as like the first half of the movie, his name is Eddie, but the the actor that plays him is Roger Guinevere, which I remember while you were watching the movie, you were like, <laughs> you just like question you question his acting, and you were just like, is he gay? <laughs> like, have you guys seen the movie? Like, be honest, because I feel like he was giving me a little gay. A little, a little sass, a little sprinkle of the rainbow. And that, and that's when, and that's when I was telling Sophia, I was like, I never really thought he was gay. I just thought that he was overacting. I just thought he was just giving way too much as far as like this crackhead, but he's also like working for like the people selling the drugs and shit. You know, I've seen him in in different movies, and I feel like he, like he does the same thing over again. He has like this southern accent, and he's overly like. Just over, he's like he's overly just, gay. Like, it, oh, I see. That's the thing. I can't, I don't know if it's gay. He's just overly acting. He's just like a perfect example. You ever seen the movie He Got Game? Yes. Spike Lee. He's in that movie, and he he's the fucking he's like the I guess the drug dealer of the neighborhood. And do you remember he has a scene where he's like he's like he's talking mad like I don't even know how to explain it. He's just very like yeah yeah. I mean yeah, yeah but it, it it reminds me of like a bird like you know like a sassy southern queen i don't know but like, anyway I, yeah, yeah that's that's the vibe i got from i'm like why is he so sassy all right so oh uh, yeah we, we're already getting way ahead of ourselves but I'm sorry no it's all good it's my fault but anyway before we before we really get into the movie what i want to do is i want to give the listeners a description of the movie 
um, almost as if like back in the day when you go to Blockbuster, you pick up the VHS tape, mm-hmm. you turn it around and you get a little summary on the back. So for the Time Fly summary for Deep Cover, we got Lawrence Fishburne, who's um, his character's name is Russell Stevens. So but- Lawrence Fishburne plays an undercover cop who loses his way and starts to lose grip on what's reality and what's not. Hey! Do you remember his undercover name? John. Yeah. John, what was it? It was John something. Oh. I don't remember the last name. I just know it was John, Johnny. Yo, Lawrence Fishburne is going through an, an inception of fucking identity crisis. His, Absolutely. John, Lawrence Fishburne is Russell Stevens. And then he's playing. Then then his uh, his undercover name is John something. And then like I feel like he has like another identity where he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And we were talking. There was like, um, oh, the scene where. Sorry, listeners. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but whatever. The scene, the scene that he he finally decides to smoke some to to take some coke, and he starts drinking. But I feel like he was feeding into he was feeding into, um, the role that he was playing the undercover. Um, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Just, so he was just like, you know what? I I'm not this cop anymore. You know, I I just quit. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know, so he was like, I might as well be this crackhead drug dealer. No, 100%. I'm just saying that, like, in that scene, like, you could just, you were just like, I remember because you were just like, no, you never drank. You never did drugs. Don't do it. And I'm over here like, yo, like, he is lost. Like, he doesn't know who he is. Like, it makes sense. Like, if and I, I think I said, like, if I was in his position and I was that deep undercover, like, I don't blame him for fucking doing that. I remember you saying that, and I remember me saying I wouldn't do it. Then he would have, he'll be his dad. And that's something he fought all his life not to be. No, you're right. Straight facts, straight facts. Um, okay, so if you guys have tuned into other episodes, um, I did an episode with my boy Mike. Shout out Mike. I did an episode with my boy Neil. Shout out Neil. We covered Wall Street. He got game, uh, set it off. So there's a certain there's a certain um, criteria that I like to hit within these type of episodes where we where we recap a movie. So we already give you the the actors that are playing in this movie. We give you a description of the movie. So now the next topic that I want to hit, I want to pick your brain a little bit, Sophie. So if I were to ask you in your opinion, after just watching the movie five minutes ago, it's nice and fresh in your mind. Who, in your opinion, had the best performance? I had a feeling that you was going to ask me that. And throughout the whole movie, I was like, I know Dario is going to ask me that. <laughs> throughout the whole movie. And I was like going back and forth between two actors. Mm, okay. Which is obviously the lead, which is Lawrence Fishburne. Right. And um, Jeff. Jeff Goldblum. Bloom. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he could act. I, yeah, I was going back between the two. Okay, okay, so not to be dramatic, but gun to your head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not to be dramatic, but if you had to pick one person to be the best performance in this movie. Lawrence. Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair because the movie is the movie is so heavily on his back. Like, I think he's in damn near every scene of the movie. Every fucking scene I think he's in. Yeah, I mean, that's that's his movie. He 100%. was carrying it. 100%. Sure. So, I mean, I... But, I, Je- but Jeff, he's a, a really good actor. And honestly, throughout the whole movie, too, I was just like, I can't believe he's in this type of movie. Like, what made him pick this script? And like, hey, let me try this. 
Yeah, no, I mean Jeff Goldblum, he's he's a bit eccentric, and he people know him for Jurassic Park, people know him for Independence Day, but honestly, like the way I found out I find out about this movie is I was just scrolling through HBO Max. Shout out HBO Max, uh, sponsor me, thank you very much. Uh, I was scrolling through HBO Max, and I see this deep cover. I see Lawrence Fishburne's face on the poster, and then I start reading about it, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I want to watch it. So I just threw it on, and then I didn't even read the fucking the starring starring in this movie list and when i was actually watching the movie i saw jeff goldblum i'm like whoa what the fuck but but like okay so now that we both established that we both pick Lawrence fishburne now my next question the next criteria that i want to hit is who in your opinion do you think had the second best performance this is where this is where jeff goldblum comes up with me in my opinion jeff goldblum is a tie between jeff goldblum and actually Lawrence Fishburne's lady, Victoria Dillard. No. Oh, okay. So, wow. Not even, not even, not even in the conversation for second best performance. No, Jeff got it. Like the whole time, I'm gonna go back to what I thought. It's just like, yo, like Jeff and Lawrence, like neck to neck with the acting. Neck to neck. Yes. No way. No fucking way. If you think about it, if you think about it, if you see the movie, in the beginning, Jeff goes through this transformation. Right. Same with Lawrence. Right. The only difference with Lawrence is that he was able to find his way back. He ends up finding his way back into justice. He has a little blurry. Right. But Jeff, he went from this geeky Jewish guy who dabbles into, you know, selling and money laundering and all of that stuff to a full blown killer. Yeah, I mean, I I respect your opinion. Obviously, you see that transformation throughout that movie. I was just like, "Damn, Jeff, you really gangster! Like, what's going on? Like, he was killing somebody. Like, there was a scene with I forgot the guy's name, the little sassy guy I was telling you about. The little Eddie. That's his name in the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 Eddie. Yeah, yeah. So when Eddie was getting literally beaten to death, right? By the pool stick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You see Lawrence and Jeff, they were both un- uneasy about it. They were both sick. It was, it was really hard to, it was a hard scene to, to, to bear witness in, right? You know what I mean? You see this, not, I don't want to say innocent, but you see this almost like, damn, I'm in over my head. You know? Naive? It could, okay, know. fine. It could be that word. Um, oblivious? I don't know. Or damn, like this got real. You know what I mean? You, they were uneasy about that death. You know what I mean? No, I get it. Yeah. To a point where Lawrence killed somebody and Jeff killed somebody. You see the transformation between the two. But the difference with Lawrence is that he was able to bring himself back. And you, Jeff didn't. No, I feel you. But the reason why I, it's, it's, the reason why for me it's a tie as far as second best performer between Jeff Goldblum and Victoria Dillard, which is Lawrence Fishburne's uh, love uh, yeah, love in the movie. It's just, yo, there are little moments in Jeff Goldblum's acting, especially in this movie, where he's just like, I don't know, maybe I might be way too overcritical and I might be overthinking it, but it just doesn't feel natural. Like, he's just doing it a little bit too much. Like, the scene where Lawrence Fishburne goes to his hotel room and he opens a door and it's like a random woman and she's black. And obviously the, the movie's insinuating that Jeff Goldblum just had sex with her. Jeff Goldblum is like, he's like, oh my God, like I didn't realize how much I love boning black girls. It's like, bro, like, 
and and then and then and then right after that he's like yo what's the what's the what's the what's the sexiest or craziest thing you ever did in bed and it's just like i i i get it they're they're building the relationship between Lawrence fishburne's character and jeff goldblum's character i don't know man but again i might be overcritical but it's just something with jeff goldblum that like he does these little it's mannerisms and it's a little bit eccentric for me and it's like you're trying a little too hard and it might just be me i don't know but and and and, the, and it's not even just in this movie like i have there's he's done that in in other movies as well like in independence day maybe not so much maybe not to the extent of this movie um jurassic park definitely jurassic park like i honestly i only saw like the first three i haven't seen any other ones but like in those movies he's i don't know i just think he's trying too much that's just me personally but and then I also wanted to give I wanted to give some love to uh, Lawrence Fishburne's lady in this movie Victoria Dillard. Her name is her character's name is Betty, and the reason why I picked her, even though she didn't have a lot to do, you know, like she was just basically the money launderer between her between Jeff Goldblum and Lawrence Fishburne. She was uh, laundering all the drug money through whatever. She didn't have a lot to do, but I, every time she came up on screen, I didn't think her acting was bad. So for me, that's a win. <laughs> No, I understand, but to go head to head with Jeff to say that she could be the second—that's crazy to me. Dang. So what the, is it, it? So straight up, you just didn't like her performance, or no, what? No, I'm never say. I would never say that she was fine and stuff like that. But me watching this movie for the first time—I never seen this movie before. I never knew this movie even existed. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, she was mid. She was mid. She okay, was mid. no, I'm not like, mad at I that. Like I'm any, not mad at that. Any any actress could do. I could do, I could even do that. <laughs> no facts you definitely could <laughs> I, I, I because doubt you're super it. talented you can do whatever you put your mind to you heard? Aww, but um yeah no i think she was mid which is fine like you know she wasn't bad and she wasn't like extraordinary you know what i mean but yeah um i don't know i like the i like the i like the vibe that lawrence and jeff had together they they made good partners lawrence was extremely intelligent in this movie um he just knew how to navigate between the two that two identities that he was balancing out. A young Lawrence Fishburne. What did you say when the movie started? You said he definitely looks better with a beard. Absolutely. Like, you know, sometimes guys, and, you know, it's a female thing, but uh, guys just look better with a beard or guys will look better in a hat. That's that's something that's... That's, that's a thing? Like, that's a thing, yeah. Like Girl, male, women, women like men in hats? In hats? Well, men looks better in hats, like LL Cool J. He looks better in a hat. Or Neil, he looks better in a hat. When they take it mm-hmm. off, it's like, what? <laughs> what? Who are you? I'm dead. Same okay. with the beard. In the beginning, of, in the beginning of the movie, when Lawrence yeah. is getting recruited to be deep undercover yeah. as a drug pusher in the streets of LA. Because it's one eight seven on the undercover cop. <laughs> Shout out Snoop, you heard? Okay. Period. Um, he didn't have a, a beard and I was like, who is this man? <laughs> this is not the Lawrence Fishburne I know. Nah, I feel you. Yeah, um, he definitely looks better with a beard. Um No, okay, I ain't mad at you. All right, so now that we now we gave our opinions on who we thought had the best performance. We gave our opinions on who we thought ha- had the second best performance. Now, is there anybody that you can think of? And if you don't have an answer, it's perfectly fine. But was there anybody that might have like caught your eye and like you thought like Oh wow! Like this guy, this person is doing okay. Like a surprising performance that caught your eye that isn't Lawrence 
or Jeff or uh, Victoria Dillard. I mean, if you don't have one, it's fine. I, mean, I just, just I wanted do. to pick your brain. Um, I forgot. Is, is it Guzman? Is that his name in the movie? The one that passed? That got the one shot. that got shot in the ass by Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, what's his name in the movie? Uh, I'll look it up for you right now. But go ahead. So tell me. I'll, I'll look it up and you can tell me what you liked about him. Um, there were times. Nah, you're talking about Felix Barbosa. Ah, Felix. Yeah, and his and the actor's name is Gregory Sierra. Now, that actor, you know, you know there's actors that you've seen in movies. They're not big. Like, they, they're not, like, big-time names, but. He's been in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah 100%. One movie that he was in that I loved was Low Down Dirty Shame. Oh, yeah. He, played a, he played a cop. Um, yeah, Shout out he, Keenan he, Ivory Wayans. Yeah. Um, that movie is fire, yeah. yeah uh, so I recognized him. Um, he played a lot of, like, 80s movies, a lot of cop movies. I recognized 100%. him. 100%. Yeah, and he always did a good performance. Um, and this in this movie, he did a, a, a good performance, too. Like, he really got under Jeff's skin, David, a.k.a. David. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I like that... Um, David just didn't, he just hated being disrespected. And Felix definitely kept poking the bear with David well, and underestimated David. Um, well, Jeff thought Go- he was weak, a weak white Jewish boy. Yeah, because Jeff Goldblum, he's that kid that fucking like, he he has this nice, safe life, suburban life, and then he, but he wants to be in the middle of the action, right? But he doesn't know how to handle the action once he's actually in it. He thinks it's this like really cool thing that once you're in it, you're like you're gonna have this respect, but he doesn't realize what you need to do within the action to gain the respect. So it's just like your typical fucking fish out of water kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But with Felix, I think he pushed he pushed him too hard, where he was just like, yeah, now I know this this nigga don't respect me and i need and i need the respect and david needed that respect and it led to felix getting shot in the ass so uh, the the scene where felix he kills eddie because eddie ends up um ratting out uh lawrence fishburne's character that's the scene where he, he kills eddie and he kills him by beating him to death with a pool stick was that the scene that made you be like did he convince you that like he could be this like authoritative like really scared people have people are scared of him kind of is that the scene that really made you pick him or it was just part of it um i wouldn't say that i mean okay that was, part that scene of was pretty it. intense it was intense that was pretty intense but it was expected i know that eddie was going to die especially when eddie stabbed felix with yeah. a fork that was expected and i was expecting something but i felt like he was really really i felt like with felix what made me change like his acting and the way that he navigated through the movie i'm like wow this guy is really crazy like <laughs> the way that they were playing i don't know what that game is called you know when you put your hands out and you try to catch the person in with their hand. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. The way he kept punching David's yeah. hand, hitting it really hard. You could see David's hands getting red Super and bruised. bruised. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like this man, he, he lived to break men down. That's when I knew that, yeah, this guy is nuts. I feel you. I and feel then you. when he was about to, not even rap, but throw all of them under the bus. 
Oh, during the bust? During the during bust? During the drug deal and then um, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne? Like, yeah, yeah, I was just like, yeah, this guy has no loyalty. It's crazy. Nah, it's crazy. The drug game's crazy and I will never be a part of it. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> um, as, far as, my, as far as my pick, as far as surprising pick, I don't know. Honestly, I can't really pick anyone. Felix got it. Felix is cool. But you know what? I, even though we talked about this guy a little bit and we kind of like hated on him. We didn't really hate on him. We just crit- criticized, critiqued his performance. But fucking uh, Eddie, and the actor's name is, uh, I think, Gene Guinevere, uh, Roger Guinevere, I'm sorry, Roger Guinevere, who plays Eddie. Yeah, like, he's a little, like, you're right, he kind of, with during, like, the 90s, he was kind of playing the same character over and over, just like the, the local neighborhood drug dealer that's, like, a little too, I don't not even flamboyant, but he's just a little too much. Um, I just want to give him a shout out, because, like, he's he's done a lot of things other than other than movies he's been in tv shows you know he's popped up here and there um but you do know him whenever he comes on screen like you know who he is absolutely so i just want to give him a little shout out i don't know if he's my surprise performance but i just i just like seeing him on screen it was cool i was like oh shit okay that guy but anyway um okay so now we're gonna go from positive to negative unfortunately we do we gotta give you know both sides of the of the real if you will worst performance <laughs> Who do you think in the movie was just like, bruh, go back to acting school. No offense. We just giving our thoughts and opinions. You heard? You go first, Ariel. Me? So you know who I had down? Um, the actor's name is Charles Martin Smith. And the character name, I can't get it right now, but he's uh he's Lawrence Fishburne's uh superior. He's like Lawrence Fishburne's boss, the one that Lawrence oh, Fishburne that reports little man. to. Yeah, the fucking little white cop that Lawrence Fishburne is the uh, is his boss. Like, I don't know. Like, he didn't do a terrible job, but like, it was just out of everybody in the movie, I think he was just a. I think he was like just on the lower bottom totem pole, you know? Yeah, I agree with that because I'm just like I feel like every time he's on in the scene or on the scene with uh Lawrence, I feel like he cheapens the the scene with his yeah. cheesy acting skills i don't know yeah it just was it was okay like it wasn't bad it wasn't great but like i said just like i just said compared to like lawrence jeff victoria dillard i just thought he was at the bottom of the totem pole best scene now okay so just a little background information for the listeners so i actually saw this movie we're recording this on a wednesday i actually saw this movie that on tuesday so i seen this movie back to back the first time i watched it i was literally just watching it and then tonight I saw it with Sophia and I'm having these questions like in my mind because I know we're going to talk about the podcast. And this is the one question or one topic, whatever you want to call it, that I can't get a definitive answer as far as like what the best scene in the movie is. Now, I can give you uh, one scene that co- just comes to mind when I'm thinking about it right now is the scene where Lawrence Fishburne's character, John, he's meeting up with his superior, with his boss on the roof. And then his boss is telling him, like, yo, this is done. Like, you're way in too deep. Like, you just, you interrupted the drug bust that you were not supposed to interrupt. Like, you're coming in with me. You're, you're, you're undercover. You're done. You're done. And then Lawrence Fishburne is like, no, I can't. Like, I've been doing all this shit for so long. I'm not just going to give up. Like, that scene, rewatching it for the second time, I'm like, I think it was one of the, I think it was, I think it was one of the best scenes in the movie. I just, I like Lawrence Fishburne and how he was um emulating someone who's just like really he's just so far deep on the cover that like at this point 
he has to see this through. Like, he can't just fucking give up. He has to see this through after all the sacrifices he's made, killing people by selling drugs on the street, putting himself in really, really sketchy situations, you know? I sold drugs. I watched people die, and I didn't do nothing. I killed people. You lied to me! They lied to me, John! How naive can you get, man? What, what are you so stupid you can't see that? You think I like this? I can get more clout and more money on the street than I can get following your ass to Washington. No, this whole fucking time, I'm a cop pretending to be a drug dealer. I ain't nothing but a drug dealer pretending to be a cop. I ain't gonna pretend no more, Jerry. I quit. It's not that simple. No, that was a good. That was a good scene to pick. Um, for me, and I don't know that to me that was a crazy scene was the car chase scene where um, Felix gets his ass shot. Yeah. <laughs> You love that, yo. I know because you were that's dying when I, that was when David got his lick back for um, Felix um, embarrassing him in front of the guys, you know. Um, to me, I agree with Darielle with that scene with Lawrence Fishburne and his superior and stuff like that. You see the shift um, and the internal battle that Lawrence is going through. He was like, well, I did all of this. You know, I worked my ass off and you're telling me that everything that I did, I've seen people um, get killed. I supplied drugs to women and children, to my to the black community, Fox. to my people. You know what I mean? And you're telling me that this whole thing that I that I've done, even kill somebody, the whole thing that I've done, it, it doesn't even matter. You know, you, you see that shift in. Yo, like, am I even a cop? You know, you see that shift. So I feel like that's something that's like. I mean, I think, I think, because throughout the movie, Lawrence Fishburne, he's doing like voiceovers mm -hmm. throughout the movie. He's telling him like, and and this is the moment I knew that I made that terrible mistake. Like he's doing voiceovers, and and think I think in during that scene, I think the voiceover that he said was like. And this moment, I, real, I realized that I was questioning myself. Was I a cop being a drug dealer or was I a drug dealer be, playing a cop? Some shit like that. But, but wait, wait. So, but I, I, I know you agree with me as far as like my choice for best scene, but I want to know you, you personally, would you pick as far as your personal best scene in this movie was the car chase when David was getting his lick back against Felix? Yeah, because I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not as deep as Darielle's with Lawrence, which I agree. Like, that's just like, you know, because Lawrence was, you know, he had this internal battle throughout the whole movie. And as everybody knows by now, I'm intense and I like <laughs> intense stuff. So I, de I dive deeper. But uh, pause. But, uh, <laughs> but, but okay. But you see, that was, that was John's or AKA Lawrence. That was his turning point that was when he was just like okay maybe i i am this drug dealer maybe i am the i am the drug dealer pretending to be a cop you know and then yeah. but same with um david right that moment with the whole getting his lick back with felix that was his turning point because i remember when he killed when felix killed eddie he was like, have you ever killed a man? And that was before Lawrence and David ever killed anybody. Right, right, you right, know? right. He said that it's very liberating and very, um, I don't want to say therapeutic, but he said it's very liberating. He said right? liberating, yeah. Right? Verbatim, yeah. 
when Lawrence killed for the first time, right? Killed a man. Oh, we didn't even talk about that guy. The guy. Yeah. The guy. Oh. oh my god! I think he's probably one of the worst actors too. Oh, I oh, totally forgot so about bad. him. Yo, yeah, I, t- I changed so my answer. Bad. The worst actor is that fucking uh, the the other drug dealer that's dealing drugs on Lawrence Fishburne's block, and then he ends up killing one of Lawrence Fishburne's workers. So Lawrence Fishburne has to get a lick back. He meets him in a nightclub. He beats him in the bathroom. The guy is drenched in sweat. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And he's wearing, but his 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 fucking chain was fire though. His fire, his chain was like an old school Rakim fucking yeah, like Mercedes Benz joint. I would have even robbed him. Nah, after. shit was fire. But yeah, no, great call. He was a horrible actor. He, he was, was pretty really, bad. He was really bad. But uh, going back to Felix killing Eddie. James T. Morris is the actor's name, and his character was Ivy. Ivy. Sorry, James T. If you listen to this, we love you, support you, hope you're in good health. He was a bad actor. But that was bad. (laughs) Bad actor. It's cool. Hey, listen up, sissy. This place ain't yours no more. It's ours. So you take your weasel looking ass and this scrawny bitch the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'll be back, man. See that movie, man? You can rent at your local video store. I'll be back. But going back with Felix, he was saying, you know, killing a guy because he just killed Eddie. And he was like, it's very liberating, right? And you see, you see the discomfort that both of these men have, right? So when David finally kills somebody, you know, he was, he was pumped up. He, he liked it. He liked that feeling. He liked that rush of killing somebody. You can see that, hey, maybe he does agree with Felix, that it was very liberating. He got right. his lick back, right? But when Lawrence killed Ivy in the bathroom scene, he was sick. Yeah. He was sick. He could barely walk. Yeah, because he killed one of his own people, and he knows what he's doing to his community. He's fucking tearing it down. I feel you. So you could see that these two men who live two different, who walk two different walks of life, right? It's funny, though, because you expect Jeff Goldblum's character to react the way that Lawrence Fishburne's character reacted because it's his first time killing someone. Right. But But it's the exact opposite. Yeah, they both are dealing with this environment completely different where Lawrence, he has this internal battle, right? Whereas with David, Jeff Goldblum, yeah, it's like he wanted power. He wanted the respect. He wanted, he wanted to be respected, and he wanted the power, the money. Even in one money, scene, power, respect is what you're feeling like. Okay, should I look him? Wait, wait, wait. But uh, <laughs> okay. So as far as the best scene, we were able to nail that. Now, this is gonna be a little tough because I'm literally springing this onto you. In the middle of recording this, the last section that I always have with these kind of episodes is if the movie does not have a sequel, what would the sequel, what would you like the story to go within a sequel? And we could both freestyle it. We could come up, we could come up with it together. The only thing I have right now, so in the ending of this movie, you see Lawrence Fishburne visiting the grave of a crack addict that he lived next to the character's name is belinda um she passes away during the movie but belinda belinda has a son eight years old he's always playing a game boy and him and lawrence fishburne's character they really connect so lawrence fishburne is visiting her grave with her son and the only thing that i can conjure up right now is lawrence fishburne takes that kid under his wing he raises him 
And then when the kid starts becoming like 15, 16, 17, you know, he, he ends up being in the drug game because he remembers seeing his mom being a crackhead just throughout his little childhood. And he's like, he wants to wonder like, what is it that made my mom go, go crazy? And you know what I mean? Like he wants to know like, why, why did this drug do this to my mom? And then he starts falling in love with making the money. And then he starts falling in love with, yeah, the money and what money brings, the women, the fucking glory, the, you know, all that shit. And then Lawrence Fishburne is going to have to be the one to check him and be like, yo, like, what are you doing? And then there's a rift between them two. And then, I don't know, that's just, that's just like the beginning thought process that I have right now. I don't know if you have maybe another storyline that maybe you want to come up with. Because... Him and his girl, his uh, his lady friend in the movie, Victoria Dillard, who's uh, Betty, character's name, mm-hmm, Betty. yeah, Betty. She also still she lives on. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and her they they live they live on from the ending of this movie. So maybe something could happen with them two, them two and the kid. I don't know. I mean, I like that storyline that you created with. Um, but remember at the end where. Lawrence took 11 million from the drug dealers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would think that the drug dealers are like, all right, so you exposed me, right, to the media. Um, and you took my money. Yeah, we're coming uh, after you. Okay. So I, I feel, feel like you, the second you. movie will pick up where it left off. And I think Lawrence, Betty, and the little boy will be out on the run. They'll be living off the grid. That's not bad. I like that. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. what I would think. But your storyline would be probably the third movie. Where we see the the little boy grown grown up and mm. you know what I mean? But I feel like, I like the that. second I like that. would I like that. pick up where this left. Because like, oh, come on, you, you mess with the cartel. You know what I mean? Facts. That's not, you can't, you can't walk away from that. That's you stole fact. their That's money. No, I like that. I like that. That would be the second one. And then yeah, the third one would be my idea. I like that. That's a yeah. nice. I like the beginning, middle and end of the story. That's pretty Absolutely. Good. Before we give our last remarks, last comments, last thoughts, feedback, whatever. I do want to ask you after just finishing watching this movie for the first time. Give me out of 10, 10 being the best movie ever, obviously. What would you give it? For its time, I would say I'll give it a a solid. I'm I'm leaning towards a six or a seven. I'll give it a six. Ah, you know what? I'll give it a seven. For seven? its time. For its time, yeah. I mean What's the difference between a seven for its time and then now? In your eyes, what's the difference? I mean, there was some bad acting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, I some, you, it was cheesy at some time. I feel you. you know what I mean? Like, I understand what they were trying to deliver. And I felt like the movie was safe because of Lawrence Fishburne's acting and Jeff's. You know what I mean? There were two great superior actors in this movie. Superior? Yes. Come and on, And I'm going to stand by it. I stand beside I, I that. Even you. Stand Felix, on your square. I, just, even I respect Felix, you. Even Felix's acting was pretty good, too, because I was like, this is a really psychotic psychotic guy you know who was also really bad was the um felix's like fat assistant guy yeah he got me on my he, he I was, was just I was, weird he was weird and annoying i just didn't understand why he was there facts and i didn't know like 
what was his relationship between Felix or what his relationship within that small little gang that they that they have. It was very strange. When you look at Felix's little posse, they were all different in some way. And I'm just like, how did you guys form this posse? Like it's it was strange. Are you trying to make a you trying to create a screenplay for the prequel? I mean <laughs> Maybe Hollywood could listen to this podcast, sponsor us, and then maybe they could write a you heard? Yes, and pay us. Okay. <laughs> Facts. Okay, so you said seven out of ten for his time. For its time. And the reason why is because the acting wasn't great. I get it. I respect that. Like Lawrence and Jeff, they saved the movie. That's a fact. That's a fact. But actually one of the last remarks I want to make before we wrap this up keep it nice uh short and sweet and simple for you guys so after the second after the second time of watching it back-to-back nights one of the thoughts that i left um watching this movie is i guess like 80s and the 90s just the representation of black people man i understand why because I, I don't know, maybe like growing up, I like in the early 2000s, there was like this big, I guess, like a pushback towards what black representation looked like in, in, in the entertainment business and movies and TV episodes and music videos, yada, yada, yada. And then growing up, I didn't really put too much thought into it. But like after watching this movie, I'm seeing what Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne's char- character what he ends up doing, selling crack to the neighborhood, selling coke to the neighborhood, ending up becoming a uh, kind of a, dr- a drug addict. And then I'm thinking about the other movies of his time. Menace to Society, Juice. Lawrence Fishburne, is, Lawrence Fishburne is in another movie. It's called King of New York with Christopher Walken. And Lawrence Fishburne is a fucking, he's like a, he's a fucking drug addict in that movie. Mm. He's like Christopher Walken's like right-hand man that takes care of like all the like beat, beat everybody up and shit like that, collect mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. But he's also a drug addict. So, um, Boys in the Hood. Like all, all these. He's also in that movie. No, no, no. Oh, he is in that movie. He's a father. Yeah. Yeah. But like all these representation is representation of like, it's negative. And I'm just like, damn, yo, like, it's, that's true, yo. Because when this movie came out in 92, we were talking about this during the movie. In 92, I was born in 89, 88, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, we were like three, two years old, something like that. So like, we weren't really, uh, we weren't uh, um, around and we weren't aware of what was going on in pop culture. So during that time, we obviously couldn't like make these deep connections. But now as an adult, as adult eyes, after all the movies that we've seen, like I just said, Boys in the Hood, Jews, Menace to Society, Deep Cover, all these movies, all those movies is putting black people in, in bad representation. I agree. That's just, that's, just one of the, that's just one of, if not the biggest thought that, that I left with the movie. I don't know. But here's the thing, though. Uh, at that time, there was a really big, bad crack pandemic going on. And it was hitting the black community a lot. So I feel like during that time, they were pretty much playing off on that. What was going on in real life? In real life, yeah. I feel you. And I understand when you say that, you know, representation is, is very, is, is key, but they were not, they were not on that. Like right now, when you, when you watch movies, when you, when you watch shows now, I feel like the representation for uh, black people is, is 10 times better than it was 92 or in the 80s or in the early oh, 90s yeah no it's definitely, definitely better definitely that but um yeah it, it, i guess it was just the time that the crack pandemic was just crazy and you know people wanted to see movies about it 
No, again, I don't mind it. I love these type of movies because it gives me a glimpse into the world that I will never know, right? And on top of that, I love movies and I love seeing actors dive into their characters. I want to see how they portray it. I want to see like what they what they pick up. I want to see their mannerisms. I want to see if they can make me believe that they are this person. You know? Absolutely. So I want to I want to go back. Remember remember the little boy's uh, mom? Belinda. Belinda. In one scene, she was trying to sell her son. That's yeah. how much of a crackhead she was. By the way, what did you think of, of her acting? Terrible. Not great, right? No. Not great. No. But respect to you. Hope you're in good health. We appreciate your effort. Yes. But but that just shows how they that that was just a perfect example of how shit was happening. Shit was happening in back in black communities, and I feel like women this movie, were selling their children for for drugs. Of course, and they, people still do that to this day. That's they, a fact. You know what I mean? But it just shows. I feel like this movie shows what really goes down, or they were trying to show us, like, yeah, like this is what's going on in the black community. Um, yeah, and the white pe- the white man is getting richer while they're throwing drugs and crack and stuff like that in black communities well at least Lawrence fishburne and jeff goldblum they were working for latinos they weren't working for the white man so at least there's that but it's still not positive we're still not gonna we're not highlighting no, that's that. true but then <laughs> when he was when he exposed all of that shenanigans going on the white people in the cart house they were they were in an uprage because oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's always like this uh f- this food chain you know what i mean yeah 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 so it's just like it's just terrible and then guess who's suffering black people yeah i feel you it's not just black people it's latinos too because minorities yeah. minorities in general who lives in you know low-income um neighborhood so the very last thing i want to give a shout out based off of this movie before we wrap up is this movie gave us one of the best songs of all time because <laughs> it's 187 on the undercover cop Shout out Dre, shout out Snoop Dogg, that fucking beat is fucking fire. But Sophie, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up because like I said, we want to keep this short, sweet, and simple. We want to keep the attention span of our listeners at an all-time high. So before we wrap it up, Sophie, do you have anything that you got going on, any YouTube that you want to shout out, your handle, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, whatever you want to do? Yes, I'm on YouTube. You can find me in sophia roses go follow this girl man this girl's content is fire she'll be telling you makeup tutorials she'll be giving you snack tutorials she'll be giving <laughs> you when she'll be giving you fucking a, a fucking buffet menu of like what, what, what's good to eat in a day what's not good to eat in a day i'm dead you feel me go follow this girl hit that subscribe button hit that thumbs up yes sophia roses what about instagram you got instagram for the people who yeah follow you? so i am a makeup artist so i don't know if that interest you guys but i post all my work um making, on, making people look like models you heard period all uh, day or day yeah so it's sophia roses underscore lee l-y so you can find me on that all right instagram we got your instagram we got your youtube all right sophia thank you so much for your time for your energy we're going to be hearing more from you we might be even seeing more from you but yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to talk with me about deep deep cover. Um, as far as time flies, you could uh, first and foremost uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to this: Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever you're listening. Stop right now, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It'll go a long way. You can also catch your boy on YouTube. Time flies, twelve twenty one. 
been putting up a lot of content. Sophia and I, we just went to the Bryson Tiller concert. Shout out Bryson Tiller. Yeah. We went to we went to go see Set It Off in the city, Rooftop yeah. Cinema Club. Uh, we went to the beach the other day. Sophia Period. is actually going to put it up on her channel. So if you guys want to see us at the beach, getting a tan, jumping in the water, having a mm-hmm. great time, go to her channel soon. It's going to be up soon. Um, that's that's uh, YouTube. Your boy also got some merch. I'll put the links in the description. My boy Shia. I'm always going to be repping Shia. I'm always going to be pushing Shia, especially for those shirts. Go check it out. I got the measurements on the website, all that good stuff. I appreciate you guys. So until next time, we'll catch you in the next episode of the Time Flies Podcast. Peace. Bye. Peace, peace. Kicking dust as I bust fuck peace And the motherfucking fuck police You already know I give a fuck about a cop So why in the fuck would you think that it would stop? Plot, yeah, that's what we's about to do Take your ass on a mission with the boys in blue Dre, what up Snoop? Yo, I got the feeling Tonight's the night like Betty Wright And I'm chilling, killing, feeling No remorse, yeah So let's go straight to the motherfucking source And see what we can find Cricket ass cops that be getting niggas a gang of time And now they wanna make a deal with me Scoop me up and put me on their team and chill with me And make my pockets bigger They wanna meet with me tonight at 7 o'clock So what's up nigga? What you wanna do? What you wanna do? I got the gauge of Uzi in my motherfucking 22 So if you wanna blast nigga we can buck them If we stick them then we stuck them So fuck Yeah, and you don't stop Cause it's 187 on the undercover car Time